Welcome to Tavern Tales Presents The Power of Friendship, a 5e Dungeons and Dragons actual play curated for your enjoyment. Thus begins the second session of the Princes of the Apocalypse. Our intrepid band of three have, solely through the good graces of me as the dungeon master, allowed them to have cure wounds as a spell, (laughs) or the game would be over. (laughs) But since I have given them my good graces, let's delve back further into what is doubtlessly already a giant cluster. (laughs) (laughs) That's the nicest way of saying that. Let's begin with Vivi. Vivi is shocked and upset and afraid and confused. She sort of has her hands wrapped around her throat because she had an arrow through it. And even though she's back upright, it's not something that you sort of forget. Be like, oh, he healed me. I'm totally fine, guys. No. There's like, I guess a scar or what will be a scar. There's there's blood still on her skin, on her dress that she just had washed. Um, and she's just sort of staring at everything. She's an academic. She reads books and has a cat that's named after another animal. She doesn't do this. Even when she was training, she like trained on like dummies and trees and then she would apologize to the trees afterwards so it's all sort of hitting her at once everything that's happened in a very short amount of time in a very chaotic fashion and she just sort of starts hyperventilating and just keeps looking around and then she looks to ellis and there's still the guy on his rapier and she was partly responsible for that maybe wholly responsible for that really (laughs) and then she looks at the bear then she looks at score and she looks at all the dead bodies and yeah she's just forgetting how to breathe and what does she say to ellis nothing comprehensible take my vest and uh, use it over my hand and put my thumb to the the bandit's forehead and try and push him off my sword using my vest as like a glove. The bandit is clearly dead, but as you do so, 
and you push, the last bit of air in his lungs trickles through and he groans. (sighs) (sighs) And it sounds like he finishes, hate you. Uh, 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 Oh, those were his last words. His last words were that he hated me. I'm pretty sure no one's ever hated me before. Don't feel bad. Just breathe. Breathe. Deep breaths. What was that? What? What? what, Why were they attacking us? What's with the bear? Score, what's going on? Score is just standing over by the bear, looking at the fact that it's been killed by these guys that he had tried in in his own brain that he was trying to save this bear and... He's starting to realize that maybe his actions, his his hesitance is why this bear died. And he's just standing shoulders, just slumped forward and just staring at this bear, feeling so, so guilty for letting this thing die because he didn't want to act. He, he hesitated and now there's death. I mean, the death of this bear is definitely affecting him more than the guards and everything that's around him. This is what he's just focused on. It is just it's a soft sob. <laughs> um, Bear, I'm so sorry. I should have done more. I'm sorry, Bear. I'm sorry. And he'll just turn and see his friends freaking out and go, these animals deserved what they got for hurting this bear. So don't cry over them. This bear is the sad thing. These monsters, they got what was coming to them. I suppose you're right, but maybe they were just young upstarts trying to, and this was their first piece of a circus that they were putting together. Look at this bear, Ellis. Look at the condition. That leader guy, I think, was wearing some of its fur or something. They were not loving or caring for this thing. They were using it for parts. You're right. I I know. I was just trying to pretend there was a bright side to all of this, but you're right. What were they doing? Why torture this bear? Wait! The, the leader, he's gone. He left. He's still alive. In the distance, you hear a <laughs> wicker of a horse. Buttercup. Buttercup. And Vivi's just running as she's going. Bye. Does she run like Phoebe from Friends? Yes. Oh, God, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's right what I pictured in my head. So, yeah. <laughs> and she's going, You turn to go and there's a loud crackle and pop from the campfire and an ember explodes out of it, shower of sparks behind Vivi as she flees. I suppose we should follow her score. We we can't let our friend go out into the darkness alone. That guy could still be out there and we can't have anything happen to Vivi. Let's let's go and we're going to have to come back, maybe check this place out. But yeah, we, we definitely have to get her. She is remarkably fast when she's in her panic state. Yeah, and then we got to come back and bury the bear. Bury it, so to speak. (laughs) I appreciate the the pun in this dark moment. I thank you for trying to brighten my spirit there, Alice. I'm I'm just trying to do everything I can. (laughs) All right, let's go find Vivi. Come on. All right, and we run towards... Uh, where Vivi ran. I will follow. We are, we can, We don't want to be separated right now. We're not in a, a great state. Roll a dexterity check. Uh, acrobatics, if you could, there, Vivi. Woohoo. Yeah, yeah, the other guy's not moving nearly as quick. Just want to know what you run into. 16. You avoid the tree branch at the last possible second. I don't know if your character 
dodges forward or limbos underneath it. Definitely limbos. Yeah, I picture that too. <laughs> As you do so, you you realize that the cart is still there. Clydesdale is gone. Of course it fucking is. If we lose another animal, I swear to God, I'm not going to play anymore with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> and Vivi just notices this. She's like, Buttercup! But like her, her throat is like, strain so it kind of like dies on the wind are you down any hit points or were you healed back to full i was healed back to full all eight of them <laughs> the other two catch up it's hard to miss you standing next to the cart panting heavily hand on the cart <gasps> gasping for breath because i mean your constitution is what it's 14 but it has been a very long day it's been a terrible day what are we going to tell the woman um i don't think there's enough schnapps for this <laughs> no Nope, not enough schnapps. Wasn't, Where's the horse? Wasn't the horse tied to the cart? Did someone untie the horse? I mean, how did this, this doesn't make any sense. That leader, who do you think? Well, it must have been the leader. Yeah. Is there any tracks? Can, do you see where he might have went? Yeah, can we check to see if Buttercup went a certain direction? Because we can't lose our fourth team member. Of course you can check. What would that be? You tell me what you're trying to do. Investigation. Sure, you can roll an investigation check. <laughs> Six. <laughs> well, you've rolled it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the plus four investigation. I should, but I'm. Vivi is just verklempt. Verklempt. Ellis gets down on the ground after he rolled a one. <laughs> Tastes the dirt. Ellis, you totally have found hoof prints. They lead right up to where the cart is. <laughs> Guys. I think I found where Buttercup was when we put her here with the cart. Oh, yay. I don't know if that helps. I'm just trying to do everything in my power to give you good news. <laughs> I got a 14 plus one. I got a 15 for my investigation. I don't know if that helps. Yes. You're positive that the horse carrying the bandit captain did not go cross country. That it must have gone either way down the road. Which way? It's completely unclear. I don't think we can just go wandering around the woods looking for Buttercup and this guy. We're never going to catch a guy on horseback. No. Buttercup wasn't very fast, but also, uh, I don't want to run anymore. I would say that perhaps we might we might want to take a rest and look for Buttercup at first, first light. Uh, we could go stay with my father. Uh, I can get him to put pants on, I'm pretty sure. That would be great. <laughs> Should we go um, check those bandits out to see if we can figure out what they were doing out here with the bear? I mean, that could be a thing. Or we can just go back. We did just defeat these people. I, I don't want to say kill because that's kind of a harsh word. But we totally killed them. And Vivi starts hyperventilating again. <laughs> uh, Remember? Vivi, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay, it's okay, it's okay. Vivi. It's not okay. These guys were monsters. The world is a better place without them. We should still bury them. Otherwise, they're going to get eaten by bugs. And we should put out the fire so that we don't light the forest on fire. That would be great. Skull will start walking back to where we had those bandits and then definitely put out the fire. If I mean, there was a sparkling ember. Yeah, there's a lot of fire. Like uncontrolled raging fire or just a nice burning, I can throw some wieners over it fire. It's definitely less of the latter and more of the former, but not entirely a raging inferno that you, I mean, depending on what your survival checks are or whatnot that you couldn't put out. But it is definitely that fire, it popped, mm -hmm. broke free of the confines of whatever the bandits had set for it and has been untended whilst Vivi panicked. 
Could Vivi do her prestidigitation thing that we were going to try earlier to put out the fire? Or is it just us doing a survival? Some of it, yes. A survival check would definitely help with regards to prestidigitation. Prestidigitation is going to be what you do at the end of the day after you determine what your success is at knowing how to stop fires. Yeah. Okay. I do have a plus two survival, surprisingly. Shocker. 17! Wow. Yeah. Yeah, you've got an idea of what you can do to help put the fire out. Score, how'd you do? I got myself a 19. Oh. That is equally great. You'll have to come up with some way that you yourself can figure this out. And how did Ellis do? I got a five. <laughs> God, I love Ellis. Ellis is pretty sure running away <laughs> is, is, is the best option. But I'll let you decide how you want to play out your lack of knowledge about how to put this fire out. Do the bandits have any sort of cape or clothing or something like that? Would you like there to be one? My idea was that maybe I would try and put the fire out by like covering it like a blanket. But all I'm doing by accident is that I light one of the guards on fire (laughs) and I just more mutilate him horribly. And I'm like, ah! Oh, yeah. As he catches fire and is now a light himself, some gasping sigh comes from this corpse that you've manipulated and mauled, and it whispers audibly over the fire to Ellis, I hate you as well. That's two people in one day. (laughs) Vivi's going to see this, and she's just going to go over and, like, Papti, and prestigitates the guy out because... We can't have that. <laughs> Poor Ellison be traumatized. And, and and in vain I kinda like I do that thing where I like straighten out his clothes, <laughs> like I try and like make him look good. I'm like, there, he's fine. You lick your thumb and wipe away some schmutz on him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh goodness. You you may have inspiration. <laughs> you can have a dot of you can actually have a story moat from that. That's uh, just too kind. And uh, could I take a look at just in general what the bandits are wearing? If my intention is to see if they're all wearing like the same uniform or something. No, they're wearing like highwayman clothes, but you can make a history check. All right. What's score up to? How did score deal with this fire successfully? Score is going around and he's just taking scoops of dirt and trying to put out any small exterior sparks that are jumping around. So he's either stomping them out with his feet or he's just covering them with piles of dirt. Knowing that Vivi can probably do the larger fire with her magic, he's just taking out the kind of supplemental fires around and making sure that no more bandits ignite because apparently they're very flammable and (laughs) making sure that the bear is not getting burnt in any way right now. So making sure the bear is safe and just making sure that any little fires that are kind of just sparks jumping that they're getting squashed as quickly as possible. Yeah. How's he doing that? Well, if he's seeing any spark, he's just stomping on them, but basically putting out cigarettes like we would do in our world, just stomping on them. And then if there's anything bigger up than that, it would definitely be just Big old double handful of dirt just dropping on it to try to put out the fire. Because I don't think I would want to waste any of my own drinking water on this. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you have the 19. You definitely can stomp out the tiny ones. Mm. Let's leave the larger bit for Vivi, which is not really manageable by prestidigitation. But go ahead, Vivi. Describe for me your putting out a fire. Well, she's going around to at least the one she can press to digitate, methodically sort of trying to do it, but quickly just going, just like snapping like, kapti, 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 
which is how she casts it now. Cool. Which is Esperanto for snap. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, okay. And that, that is the version of prestidigitation that puts fires out? Yes. How does it change for when she wants to put a fire into creation? Once I look up the word, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Because prestidigitation is so... Versatile. There are lots of different subtle ways of bringing your will to bear. Correct. You put out the fire quickly. It is out. Vivi less so. Score definitely has got some scorching and some charring and whatnot and all the dirt. And Ellis especially is sooted up from having used the cape while it was still attached to a <laughs> bandit to try to put the fire out. I assume that Ellis has arranged all of the bodies of the bandits near each other away from the fire and its remains and close to the bear itself. It's here where we, we set our scene. The three of you standing there, the fire is tamed. The bandits are dead. Do you want me to, uh, my history roll? Yes. It was 13. That's enough that you see, you think you see some sort of sigil on these bandits that, yeah, it seems familiar to you historically. I will describe the sigil for you. It is a triangle with a line coming up out of the left and right sides. It almost looks like there's two triangles stacked on top of each other, but the top one is open. Only three of the four bandits has this sigil hey guys about their person guys do you recognize this do you see this little symbol here it looks familiar but i i can't quite place it 25 history check hey nothing not i don't know anything more no what i recognize it it's such a good role <laughs> it was an exceptional role it seems to have some sort of relevance, but it's not It's not known. It's not in any history book. Is this sigil on an item of clothing? Mm-hmm. I take off the item of clothing. Sure. What item of clothing is it? Oh, it's a leather wristband that they're wearing like a... Sure. One bracer. of them has a leather wristband. The other one has a pin. I take the wristband with the sigil and I put it on me and I go, if we meet them again, maybe I could convince them that we're, we're friends and then I don't have to kill anybody. Uh, Vivi's going to take the pin and sort of like look it over and put it in her pocket for later examination. You said three of them had it. So what is where, what's the third one have? Yeah, it's weird. It looks like it's embroidered onto his socks. <laughs> oh, dead man socks. <laughs> sure, I guess if everyone's taking the items like this, a score will take the dead man's socks. Everyone's taking the symbol for some reason, and Score does not want to be left out of this. So he'll take the sock and just throw it in his bag and go, I guess this might be useful later or not. I don't know. One can never have enough socks. I, you're not actually going to wear it, are you? It, I, don't, I don't really you know. get too cold. I would wash them, Vivi. I'm not, I'm not a monster. I mean, geez. Make a deception check. Okay. <laughs> he's not, he's gonna, not going to wash it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Roll. <laughs> apparently score is a dirty boy <laughs> apparently uh, i rolled a 19 17 plus two yeah there you go yeah no it's totally believable that he would wash them you could wash them at my dad's house that's where i go to do laundry so is there anything else on these bandits that like any documentation anything that shows who or what they are other than these 
these things we're taking from them? Sure. There's a map. Yes, Cor will take the map and give it to Vivi because she's the knowledgeable one. And go, um, do you realize what this place is or what's going on with this map, Vivi? It's not worth it to even roll. Okay. There's no distinguishable landmarks that are in any language. And it's drawn and there's there's like hills and there's like an axe, but none of it is really relatable at this point. And I noticed that score specifically asked Vivi and not me, and I'm a little insulted, so I kind of like look over, like I'm like helping too. Like, I'm like, mm, yeah, yeah, I don't recognize it either. Yeah. Mm. Sorry, I would love it if you rolled dice, but even if you rolled natural 20s, it wouldn't give you any information. Okay. Huh, this is a map. This is definitely a map. Well, I'll put it in my bag because, you know, I'm the girl. I have the bag. Everything's going to my bag, apparently. We should bury them. You've gone through the pockets and the cart and the whatnot of these bandits. You come up with some arrows, a couple of crossbows, a couple of short swords that are, you know, worth selling. And the equivalent thereto of 30 gold pieces in silvers and coppers and a couple of golds in their pockets on the cart in their bags. They don't really have too much else of any significant worth. One of them happened to have a jar of a very expensive and valuable spice. What spice is that, Christopher? It's nutmeg. A jar, probably 500 grams worth of this spice. Oh, nutmeg, guys. Oh, we can make cookies. Great. This reminds me of a new song I've been working on. Oh, see, look, something's good coming from this after all. Well, so should we go back to my dad's house? Yeah, probably. We should bury them, though. So, like, no one just comes across dead people. Oh, yeah, I, I suppose. I suppose that makes sense. It's This is going to take a while. These guys don't really deserve proper burial. They're, no, I'm going to go say we should just head out. What if the leader comes back? Then they're going to be like, oh my god, someone murdered them. And then there's going to be like an inquiry. And then there's going to be like people hunting for us. We should bury them. Wait, I got an idea if the leader comes back and I try and find a stick. I don't know if there's a stick nearby or I just with my finger, I write, I'm sorry in the dirt near the bodies. And I'm like, there, now if anybody finds them, they'll know that it, we didn't mean to kill them. That's good enough for me. So, I, yeah, I would say let's head back to Ellis's dad's place and rest for the night and then try to figure out how to break it to that woman that we lost her horse. So, Vivi, is this no good? I don't think we should maybe sign it, but at least people will know that we were sorry. I mean, it's, it's not terrible, but I still think we should, like, cover them with, like, something like branches and leaves at least like you just can't leave them out here that's that's rude yeah i suppose you're right um all right well uh, score would you, uh, let's just cover them and then and then we'll make haste to my dad's house fine let's just lay them next to each other cover their heads with their rags and we can be on our way cover their bodies score fine we'll cover them completely and then we will go to ellis's dad's farm Thank you. You're welcome. And then, yeah, we'll go find leaves, sticks, whatever, to give them a proper coverage so that Vivi's happy. And we'll be respectful. We'll have them laying there with their arms at their sides. We're not going to be monsters like they are. And have them properly covered. Once that's done, we can head back to the farm. What are you doing about the bear? I don't know what to do about that. I've been thinking about this the whole time. I don't know what to do about the bear. <laughs> Burying a bear would take- Cover the bear. Burying the bear would take Cover forever. <laughs> that's a huge animal. So- yeah, 
go over to the bear and go, bear, I'm again, sorry for your death. You were once a majestic and beautiful animal. And I know death is nothing that we all want, but know that your death will maybe bring life to other creatures and keep the wheel of nature spinning. And that is all that we all could want is to keep the wheel going. So I am sorry for your loss, but I am also very thankful for you keeping this wheel of life going. Sorry, Mr. Bear. Give him a little head pat and then, yeah. That was beautiful score. I, could you speak at my funeral? You're you're not going to die. I, well, eventually. I don't mean soon. I already have something written for you, Ellis. It's really nice. So if you want to go over it later, maybe when we're resting, you can make maybe give me some notes. Well, no, I want to be surprised. Yeah, okay. I will I will surprise you at your funeral, I promise, buddy. I'll, I'll, I'll do you justice. You already Thanks. have our eulogies written? What do you do in your free time? Well, I mean, death is an oncoming thing for all of us. And if we're not prepared for it, that seems foolhardy. God. I already have one written for myself that I was that I have set for you to read for at my funeral, Vivi. So I thought everyone did this. I'm the only one. No. Oh. Let's. I want to go to sleep. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, when we get back to my dad's house, I'll go in first and make sure he has pants on. That would be appreciated. Thanks, buddy. You're on your way back. You've left <laughs> devastation behind you. <laughs> Smoke still curls up into the sky. At dark at night. It's overcast now. Not many stars to be seen. The moon is hidden and it's gotten quite dark on the walk back to the farm. On the hill, that hill where you could see the mausoleum and the graveyard beyond, there's a little wisp of light. It's either a torch or a small campfire that you can make out as you head towards Ellis's dad's farm. Do you all see that? Yeah. We're 0 for 1 with campfires. I know. I'm not really that excited about it. I would say we're 1 for 1 because we did win. It may not have been pretty, but it's still a win. Is that a victory to you, Score? We're the ones walking away. That's kind of what a win is when you guys get into a fight. That's kind of how it works. It's subjective. I suppose you have a point. Well, Score, maybe you can sneak over and check it out? I mean, how far away is that light? Is that, are we talking like like miles away? <laughs> it's far. Oh. Oh. Not miles, but yeah. Yeah, somewhere between one so, and two. Is it changing our trajectory or is it- It would. You'd have to continue on past the house. Oh, it's past the house. All right. Well. So, um, guys, I'm, I'm definitely feeling it after that fight, but if we don't- we know that that fire is going to be gone. We're not going to be able to see it in the daylight. And if we have to go after it, I mean, if it's that bandit guy, if it's that, I mean, this is one long night. I I was looking forward to music and chili, and this is something way more than we all signed up for for tonight. And we were just ordered or asked, really, to go fight some bandits, which I would say we have accomplished. Light and distance was not part of our task. So unless there is dire threat to this thing, I would think that resting for the night and maybe investigating in the morning would be best because I'm definitely feeling it. I don't know how you guys are, but I'm definitely feeling it after those bandits. He's going to be gone in the morning. What if it's the leader? What if it's Buttercup? (sighs) Ellis, can you make Score feel better? (laughs) We're not totally dead. Um... And uh, I suppose there's only one of them, if it is the leader, and three of us, and perhaps... We don't have to fight. 
maybe maybe it's like some old person and they're just, you know, on a, a life's journey. Why don't you put the socks on? I've got this wristband and she's got the pin. Maybe we can uh, convince them that uh, we, we uh, aren't the ones that just killed all his friends. If it's a leader, he'll recognize us. Hmm. This has been The Power of Friendship. Our intro and outro song is The Power of Friendship by Miss This. Check out their music on Twitter, YouTube, or join their Patreon today at Miss This Band. Join us next month for more of the adventure. And as always, thanks for listening. Ooh.